We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Make sure Friday night, 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 live. Friday night, February 2nd, 8 p.m. at the Bethesda Theater. Get tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com. It's going to be a fun night. Are we announcing... CK's email now? Mm-hmm. Yo, huge guest. Has, guess. Huge guest has been added. John Allen, Washington Commanders, defensive tackle, pro bowler, captain. John Allen's going to be joining us on stage. If, if Funny Danny's hesitant to make fun of you, because you, you and he have a very good relationship, I bet he's not going to make fun of John Allen. He should. <laughs> uh, exciting stuff right now. Joe Theismann on the line calling in. Joe T, what's going what on, up, man? Joe? How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Just sitting here listening to you uh, go over the games and talk about some things, and uh, you pose interesting questions. Um, of course, Dan Campbell's the one taking the brunt. That's the way it is with the coach. It's either yeah. the coach or the quarterback. Right. Uh, they right figure out that. some way to blame somebody. Well, and, you know, it's it just a, a fascinating game yesterday because the Lions were so damn good in the first half, and then I, I think Campbell made some um, – I'll say wrong decisions on late in that game when you're down a field goal and you can kick there and he doesn't. Um, but, you know, we appreciate you listening, one, but what do you think went wrong for Detroit in the second half? And do we need to give more credit to the Niners maybe than we're doing? I think I think the second thing you said is so true. You need to, you know, Brock Purdy's been struggling to get respect of any kind. They talk about, well, you know, there's three number one picks in this, and then, of course, there's Mr. Irrelevant. They, we ought to stop talking about him as Mr. Irrelevant because right now he's very relevant. Um, and, he, and I think he made some plays with his legs, which really nobody really totally. looks at. But yeah. I, I, to me, you know, Dan's fallen on the sword, yes. But you, you look at the catch Ayuk makes, you, you, you don't see that happen. You don't see somebody make that kind of catch. Sure. You don't, you know, you don't see guys dropping balls. Remember, everybody talked about how bad the Kansas City Chiefs were and what kind of a bad football team. Well, the last three weeks, the difference in the Kansas City Chiefs of the last three weeks and the rest of the season was the fact that they held on to the football. That's right. it. Right. Travis yeah. dropped them before. Everybody was dropping the ball. Patrick had a heck of a year. Nobody hold on to the football. Now, all of a sudden, you get a fourth down play, you drop the ball. You had an obvious scoring up, a chance to get in scoring position. You drop the ball. Then you put the ball on the ground. Fumbles happen. But the drop balls are the ones that killed it. I, I, I think of when people come out and say, well, this is how we got here. This is our personality. I think back to the Super Bowl between the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots. Sure, 28-3. And, to I, three. and, <laughs> and I, listened, I listened to Kyle Shanahan after that and said, 
this is how we got here, and we were going to do what we did. And I don't agree with that. I think every game is different. You develop a personality. That's exactly what Dan did. He develops a personality for his football team. But when you're in that situation, in that kind of a game, points are invaluable. They are, they are invaluable. It's not, it's not the sexiest decision. It's not one that gets everybody going, woo, wow, look at that. They did it again. It's smart football. And points are always important. And, and so to me, I think back to that Atlanta-New England game, and I think, it, you know, if you just knelt down, if you just took the time, if you didn't call sure. passes, yeah. things might have been different. Of course, hindsight's twenty twenty. Sure. But I thought they were—I thought they were great games. But no, you can't talk enough about that catch that Ayuk makes. No, I'm telling you, that—that that changed the whole game. That changed. Only um, penalty, Joe. I mean, Baltimore did everything they could to try and give it away, and they did. <laughs> I mean, three turnovers. three turnovers. Three turnovers are going to bury you. The Gibbs has the fumble in in the second half for Detroit. It's you know. The Chiefs obviously have championship pedigree. I mean, they're defending champs. The Niners have been past, like, the NFC title game isn't a big deal for San Fran. They want more than that. And I think some of that inexperience and, you know, just perhaps the nerves and then when the momentum. One of the big reasons I think Campbell should have kicked is just to to stem the, the momentum from San Fran a little bit and just have his guys just look at the scoreboard, fellas. We're tied. But the fact that he's down three and doesn't kick there, I, I just found crazy. I, I, I totally agree with that. I, I found it an unusual decision. But And then the other thing is, too, Travis Kelsey did an unbelievable job of baiting the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, he got him. Guys. He got him. <laughs> I just, he, and, and that's what you get. I mean, you sort of had to know it was coming from Travis. That's, he's, he's that kind of an in-your-face kind of guy. And then you get Van Oy goes up, and he does the absolute worst thing you can do when you're in a conversation with somebody. You give him a headbutt right in front of the official. <laughs> I mean, when you really think about that drive that Kansas City went on, it was a gift from Baltimore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, you, Venus knows this. You play the, we play the game with emotion. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to control your emotions to, and not hurt your football team. And, and Baltimore did some things. And I didn't agree with the roughing the, uh, you know, the unsportsmanlike conduct when the guy jumped off sides, when Rokan jumped off sides, and, and uh, you know, the guy fell backwards. And, oh, you know, that, I didn't agree with that call. It's the only really bad call I think the officials He made. fired off on him, though, Joe. <laughs> he came from about three <laughs> yards. He fired off on him. He, he wouldn't. I think he was trying to send a message because of something that happened early in the game. Well, you know, he was trying to get. I, I look at it this way. <laughs> I think he was just trying to get a jump on the snap. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Um, I'm trying to jump, make sure the back of his head and the ground get met. Be some have something in common. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're talking with Joe Theismann here on the BetQL guest line. Um, Joe, I, I got to ask, we, we all know that this coaching search is going on and it's about to hit overdrive here in the next couple of days now that we know all these coordinators are available. Um, everybody you talk to, including us, you know, it sure looks like Ben Johnson is in the driver's seat, Lions offensive coordinator. What have you thought watching him, both as somebody that just knows football, but especially, you know, through the quarterback lens? I like his creativity. Um, you know, you can when when you have players when you have that kind of speed outside when you have multiple running backs that give you a different style one with speed one with power 
when you have options that, you know, when you have a quarterback like Jared Goff, who's had a ton of experience, you can do a lot calling plays. So, you know, every, you, you, we always get into this, is it the chicken or the egg? Is it the system or the players? It's always about the players. If I have players, I have a chance to be able to get something done. And one of the things that really gets overlooked is the offensive line of the Detroit Lions. Yeah. I thought they did a terrific job. I really believe that. And so from my perspective, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, the four, five people they're going to be looking at, uh, you know, the two assistants from Baltimore and, of course, the two from Detroit and then Dan Quinn. I think they're, they're the five that they've targeted. Yep. I would think that we're going to have a head coach here sooner than later. Uh, I really believe that they want to get started on the process. They want to get things going. Um, I don't know anything. Let me qualify that because I sort of get accused of knowing too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, I mean, I'll the... put my disclaimer out, but I don't know anything. But I'm sure that they want to they want to get the decision done. And, it's, and then again, it depends on how you interview. Yeah, I think that's common that's sense the too. Thing. They need to get it done soon. You, you want to make sure they have every advantage they have, they are need. Absolutely. You want to, you want to evaluate your, you, you got to put your staff together. I mean, there's so many things that have to be done at this point. Well, and the, the speed with which they moved getting the GM hire done, Adam Peters and Peters saying kind of repeatedly in his comment, in his press conference, yeah, we got to get the head coach done. We got to get the head coach done. Then we can make our decisions from there. I think, hell yeah, they're going to move this thing fast. And now they're oh, well, able I like, to. I like that. I, I like that. I like being able to have your GM because then all of a sudden you have somebody that he, he feels more comfortable working with someone. And that's the biggest thing is you want, you want somebody there that you can work with. Yep. Not necessarily that always agrees with you. And, there, and there's a difference. This is what people have to understand. There's a difference between having a yes man and someone that you can work with, someone that presents mm-hmm. a perspective and says, I need these kind of football players. It's like what they did in Detroit. It's like the way they put it together. It's like what John did in Baltimore. I need these kind of players. These are the type of individuals. We've got a lot of cap space. Ownership has been wonderfully aggressive. You, I, still think, I still think from a fan's perspective, if we don't take a quarterback, it will be disappointing to the commander fan. Now, I don't know which one. I don't know who it would be. But I think this is set up for us to really, really start from a foundational standpoint. Let Sam compete for a job. That's what's going to happen anyway. Yeah. And when you're young in this business, it's not—it's a fast business. It's played by men, not boys. And so, to me, I, I think that uh, everything that I have seen, that ownership has done, has been absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I, I mean, all the right moves, oh, yeah. right? And yeah, well, n- none of that guarantees that this works. I, I think, I do honestly think we need a, a, a real conversation about. Um, that this coming year could be pretty lean. Like if you look at the rebuild in San Fran, they won ten games the first two years. Even Dan Campbell and that staff when they got to Detroit, they went three and thirteen that first year. So I, I think you got to really try to take a broad lens with this. But I, I agree with you, Joe, that the trying to build something the right way may take time, but it's incredibly valuable. And I think it starts with the number two pick and and the quarterback. Um, it, it, have, I'm sure you've watched all these guys. Not saying that you know who they're going to pick, but what do you think of Caleb, Jaden Daniels, Drake May? Kind of the, the top of the, the chart here. They all bring a little bit something different to the table. Jaden, uh, yes, he runs around a lot, but you know what, what, what Spags did yesterday to Lamar was he forced Lamar to beat them from the pocket. He put people at the line of scrimmage. He brought pressure. 
He said, if you're gonna, we're not going to let you run, Lamar. We're going to make you throw the football. We're going to make you – and we'll go man-to-man. And if you beat our man-to-man coverage, then, you know, you win. And that's what Spags did. And Jalen is a guy that run, everybody says, well, you know, he runs around like Lamar. Lamar is an exceptional individual, exceptional athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you wanted to force him to throw the football. And I think as far as uh, May goes, uh, he's more of a standard pocket passer. I mean, is, is he Desmond Ritter? Uh, is he Zach Wilson? You know, though, he's a tall guy, that kind of a quarterback. And uh, Caleb or Kaleeb, however it's pronounced out there with Williams, um, very athletic. I've watched him play against Notre Dame on a number of occasions. Sure. We've watched him be unbelievable. Threw for 120 touchdown passes in the course of his career. Um, a little bit raw, a little bit undisciplined. But all of them are very talented, and all of them are going to take time to develop. Sure. Yep. I think, for me, one thing that stands out, and, and B, I'm curious you on this, Jaden Daniels continued to improve, improve, improve year after year until he finally put together a masterpiece this past year. I don't know that Drake May really improved. And and I think and I think there's a lot of situations going on in Los Angeles and USC and all of it. Mm-hmm. I think that defense was so bad you don't I think you you could almost argue that, that Caleb Williams had that all world year last year and this year's almost stepped a, took a step back. I that improvement matters to me. Yeah, it, well, it, it matters, but I think all of them, you know, they, they're going to have to improve at this level. Sure. What they did in sure. college is going to be thrown out the window once they get here, and if they can keep growing here, that'll make the difference. What I look at when I look at young guys is, number one, what's your interception to touchdown? What's your touchdown interception ratio? Mm-hmm. Are you smart with the football in your hand? Okay. Not how many yards can you run for. Are you smart? Can you win? You know, are you a winner? You want somebody who's used to winning. You don't want somebody who, who's been on a 6-6 six and six or 7-16. and six team. Uh-huh. You, want, you want somebody who can win. And then what's your, what is your mental aptitude? Are you capable and able of comprehending and then taking it to the field, the things that you need to run an offense? You, you, know, you know, it's funny. You look at um, Matt LaFleur up in Green Bay, Kyle Shanahan. Look at how close they get to the clock running out. There is a ton of verbiage. I mean, it's oh, yeah. these things are – Oh, it, there's a ton of it that you have to spit out of your mouth to be able to relay it to the team. Um, and so the intellectual part of it is important. And, and I don't – you know, all these guys have been quarterbacks, and part of that has to do with, you know, you wind up being a leader on your football team. But now you're going to step into an entirely different role with a bunch of men who will challenge you. Totally. And every move you make, every throw you make, uh, the way you carry yourself when things go bad, they're all evaluated. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna get fascinating. Now that we know the Super Bowl matchup, Joe, what do you think happens? Um not Niners Chiefs, we saw it just a couple years ago. Yeah, and I uh and and you know the Chiefs managed I the Chiefs managed <laughs> to to get it done and you know, Kyle I think is one of the best play you got two of the best play callers, probably one and two in the league when it comes to calling plays, Andy and, and Kyle. Um both interesting as far as personnel goes. I think obviously this is this is sort of like Mr. Obvious. They better deal with Kelsey exactly. somehow, some way, shape, or form. They're gonna. Have, but I think San Francisco has the linebackers to be able to do that if that's how they choose to go. Um, Patrick is going to make Patrick's. Patrick's. He's the most fun to watch. He's the best quarterback in football. And Brock is just taking one more step and and just continuing to do the things that he needs to do to get better. I will say this. I don't believe 
that the Kansas City Chiefs, other than Patrick Mahomes throwing to Travis Kelsey, I don't believe they would be in the Super Bowl had it not been for Chris Jones. Oh, yeah. I, he's I believe a that, that he, he, he's, he's a monster. Surreal, man. He, he disrupts the running game and the passing game. Absolutely. And, and, and he has not gotten enough credit. When he decided to sit in the stands early in the year, they didn't look like the football team they are today. They didn't look like the football team they were when he was on the field. Now he's got a couple weeks. Uh, you know, he's got the knee, but he's, I'm telling you something. That is a man's man right there. And <laughs> he's I, huge, I just, dude. I, I see this thing being I see this thing being something that everybody's gonna want to watch. It's not gonna be a runaway. Nobody's running away with this thing. Um and you know, Patrick's gonna provide the entertainment, Andy's gonna provide the plays that get us all excited, and Kyle's gonna be methodical and uh is gonna expect his defense to, to really hold him hold him in the game and take advantage with the offense. And you know, at the other side of his Christian McCaffrey. I mean, how do you deal with how do you deal with Travis Kelsey? How do you deal with Christian McCaffrey? Hmm. Those are the two things that they'll be talking about. Um, I never thought I'd be in a place to ask Joe Theismann this question, but here we are. Joe T, what's your take on Taylor Swift? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Are you kidding me? The NFL is over the moon that Kansas sure. City is going. For sure. Now, now comes the conspiracy theory. Everybody wanted Taylor Smith in the Su- or Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. All that. No, hey, let them enjoy each other. She's a wonderful fan. She, I just, I think it's great. And people that complain about, well, you know, they always cut away to her. You're not missing any football. <laughs> no. Right. It's, they're they're going to cut away hey, something. Hey, the TV stations, they try to make sure people are eyeing uh, their, their product. They're going to, every time and they get a chance, they're going to cut to her. And the NFL has tried for years to reach the demographic that she, you know, appeals to. I, hey, I, I guess I'm in that demographic, too. I really, I really like her. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's an element that really encompasses the world of entertainment, which the NFL is. But I'm, I, you know, I get a kick out of those two. It's it's something, man. It is it. The attention it brings is wild. Uh, Joe and T- now, see the other thing. Hey, Jason. One of the they're going to have to have uh, Jason keep his shirt on for this one, though. I think <laughs> I think, I think Kels is going to have to stay dressed for this one. His brother's going to going to have to have a little talk with his brother and say, you know, you you know, you can come, but you're going to have to control yeah, yourself. You got to keep just a little on, bit dog. when it comes to wardrobe. Well, and, and Vegas could still be pretty warm in February. You know, I don't want to see that dude in the heat with his shirt off. It's one thing when it's cold. <laughs> Um, so true. Joe, so true. This was awesome. Thank you for calling in. And phone line always open, sir. Anytime. I appreciate you. I appreciate. I love listening to you guys. Take care. See appreciate you, Mitch. All right, Joe. Joe, Joe Theismann, man. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Absolute. Com- he's. You know what? He's a Redskins legend. Sue me. Yeah. Joe Theismann. That was <laughs> awesome. Um, you can follow him on Twitter at Theismann7. I tweeted out some of his best quotes. We're going to the phone lines now. We're going to do this. Lions collapse. Blame pie. A lot of folks calling in. We got you. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. And I always demand excellence whether I'm on or off the field. And if your HVAC system, if system isn't cutting it, it's time for rude. Thanks to the IRA Act, you can snag up to $2,000 in tax credits for qualifying heat pump systems, and Maryland residents, there are extra rebates on Rude equipment just for you. Personally, I have three Rude 18-seer inverter heat pumps powering my home, and it's a total game changer. So head to Rude.com. That's R-U-U-D.com, and see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with Rude. If it ain't Rude, 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It ain't right. Don't blow like Hootie. Mace made some bangers. Well, just locked in, putting his hat on. No idea we're talking to him. I, I know. We're talking to him. Maybe he puts his hat on to keep the oil from his head. Yeah, that's what he's doing. I told y'all this already. Didn't Mace become a preacher and then he's trying to, he's supposed to be coming back, right? Yeah, he, he became a preacher, but now he's he do a podcast with Cameron. Oh, all right. I've it heard is of that. what it is. What's it? That's what it's called. All right, yeah. cool. Camera is uh, killing it on them uh, podcast. We had that was very cool. Joe Tyson called in. Good conversation there. But we had told people to call in. We're assigning a blame pie for the Lions' second half collapse. Sh- should we choose to? We could also do blame pie for the Ravens' loss. But it wasn't the same fashion. The Ravens just kind of got beat the whole game. The Lions had a three-score lead at halftime yeah. and coughed it up. Yeah. Um. Of particular interest in this scenario is Dan Campbell. The, well, Dan Campbell, sure, but also you know there's a there's at least a one in five chance that I guess a two in five chance that somebody from this Lions staff ends up coaching the Commanders. I'd say it's much more than two and five, but they're interviewing offensive coordinator Ben Johnson and defense coordinator Aaron Glenn. Mm-hmm. They just choked away a. Three score lead in the second half. So this is of interest the to first us half, in you Washington. Were very happy if one of those guys were coming. Second half, you're going like, okay, now what happened? You want to know what really went down. So we go to the phone lines now. 800 636 1067. 800 636 1067. For me, this blame pie, a lot of it is on Campbell. I, I would have kicked him one of those situations. And then. You got to spread it around to the whole team. I mean, the teams win, teams lose. Yeah. Let's see what Walter says. What up, Walter? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Thank you for taking my call. What's Thanks for man? calling, bud. Um, if I'm doing a blame pie, obviously, you know, coaches and quarterbacks get unfair blaming this. But in this one, Dan Campbell deserves it. But if we're going specific to who we want here, Ben Johnson gets very little. I mean, you had a lot of drops, fumbles in the second half. The defense could not stop the 49ers. You put up 31 points. You you deserve to win the game from the offensive coordinator standpoint. 
I mean, he did his part. He put him in a position to score. Campbell didn't take the three. So if I'm blaming Ben Johnson, I would give him, what, 5%, if any. All right. Good call there, Walter. I tend to agree with you. Like, we're talking about Dan Campbell not making adjustments. The defense gave up 27 in the second half. Yeah. And there was a fluky helmet catch with Ayuk, but 27 in 30 minutes yeah, of football I, is I almost still, a minute a point. I understand he's saying none at all, but I look at football like this. You score 27 in the first half. The way I, I told you how Manny would always say, win the second half. You don't just score seven points in the second half and think that's good enough. Well, they could have scored 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could have So, you know, listen, man. Everybody got a hand in it, but no, I, I don't think you you're pointing you're pointing at uh, Ben very much. Uh, no, but hey, that's the way they play it all year. Dan is being aggressive all year. Sure. So uh, let's go to Jay in Columbia. What up, Jay? Be Mr. JP. How we doing? What's Good, up, buddy. How are you? I haven't I haven't talked to y'all ever since we played the Rams. Um, but uh, y'all haven't had to hear my head coach of vacancy uh, thoughts. Uh, I'm not big on Ben Johnson, and I'm gonna break it down to you why I'm not big on him. This is not the only time that Ben Johnson does a first-half master class, and then after that, he comes out flat. Week four against Green Bay. The score was 27-3, y'all. Guess how many points he finished with? 34. He only scored seven in the second half. Carolina. He had he, – it was 28-10 to 10 at halftime. Guess how many points he finished with? I mean uh, – he, he finished with 42. only scored 14. Uh, what's another game? It was 13-3 to 3 when they played the Atlanta Falcons. And guess how many points he finished the game with? 20. These teams, to me – don't have the offensive power like that. Imagine if he were to play a team. Like, you see what happened with San Fran. My point is this. I get that Ben Johnson does not catch the ball. I get that Ben Johnson is, is not the guy that turned over the ball. But here's my thing with this. The Detroit Lions defense, to me, don't scare me like that. They stopped the run pretty good, but you can throw on them. My point is this. If, if, if I don't want a head coach that plays one-half football. We don't need that in D.C. We don't. The last, in my opinion, offense coordinator we had like that, and I bring up a game when we played the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football, even when we played the Houston Texans, after we played the Philadelphia Eagles with Scott Turner. Remember how we, we came out against the Texans and we scored all this? And then we didn't score nothing in the second half. I don't want no coach that get complacent and, and, and think it's okay and that, we can, and that we, can, we can just relax and chill and put the game on another side of the ball. That Detroit Lions, the reason, let me tell you, uh, B. Mr. J.P., why Detroit's defense gave up so much in the second half. Because they were constantly on the field, bro. Ben Johnson, to me, he gets complacent. He had times where he could have got them, uh, and don't get me wrong, Dan Campbell should have kicked the three. Yes, I, I totally agree. Yes, I totally agree with that. And like I said, Ben Johnson can't do everything. He can't. But my point is this. It's been points in the season, games before, prior to this, even against the, uh, the, even against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't, it's just like he, you don't know when he's going to scheme up good stuff the first half or the second half. I don't want to have to have coach. I don't want that. I want a coach. And Bobby Sloak to me, Bobby Sloak to me, with a rookie quarterback and what he did with today, Sean, I'd take him over Ben Johnson all day. Yes, I would. Yes, I would all take right, him over him all day. All right, Jay. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Jay, impassioned. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he made some decent points, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. You got a team that's going to finish top five in damn near every important offensive statistic category and a Lions team that hasn't gotten this far in the playoffs in over 30 years. Like, I I think there's a lot to like with Ben Johnson. But if you want to highlight some specific situations, Mm -hmm. I, I get it. I just, I don't look at yesterday as on him. He's part of a team that they all got to wear it, but like, if there's one member of the coaching staff I point to the most, it, it, it's, it's not. It's the head coach. Yeah. It's, um, the, it's the guy who's making the final decision. Right. Um, 
Let's go. Our guy Drew is on the line. What up, Drew? Hey, guys. Happy Monday. You I, too, I buddy. feel like since we're doing the um, blame pie on Detroit, it's almost like Ben Johnson's already here getting used to being a <laughs> That's a good point, dude. We're getting him warmed up for next yeah. year. Yeah, he's, it's all set. Although, so I, I, now I put one, him on the front runners. One uh, big difference, Drew, is that I don't think he deserves much, if any, of the blame from yesterday. If we get to next October, it's going to be different. Yeah, I get, I get it. The uh, So, I do have a blame pie for the game. I think it's 50% second-half coaching, um, you know, not going for it, and also just not running and staying balanced when you when you caught time possession would would have been a good help. Uh, I do think it's about twenty five percent execution. You, know, you can't drop those passes, you can't fumble, and when the ball hits you in the helmet, you should make an interception as opposed to deflecting it in the other guy. But that was a that was an awesome play. Uh, and then I would give it twenty five percent on just the worm turning. I mean, in the first half, they were behind the chains a lot. They had a lot of long third downs that kept drives along, and those balls weren't bouncing that way. So, you know, sometimes the luck goes against you. But uh, but anyways, guys, happy Monday. And uh, thank you, Drew. Good show. Uh, thank Hi, you, Drew. Appreciate and it, it was good to see you last week. We appreciate you coming by. Uh, yeah, our, I enjoyed it. Great. That's Thanks. our guy, Drew Cohen, right there. Um, taking your calls. But the Super Bowl is coming, folks. People are fired up. And you know what you do with the Super Bowl? You'd be crazy if you're not betting. ESPN Bet is now live in the DMV. As the official sportsbook of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get 100 bucks in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present within the state of Maryland or Virginia to participate. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See the app for details. Realize it hurts her so much. This is a banger. It's pretty, actually a pretty depressing song. Yeah. Um, But this was, when this come out, Landfill, 96-ish, 94-ish? Everybody knows this song. Jeff, I'm going to make a decision for you, pal. Don't play this in the club. <laughs> Of course. Um, we're going to knock these calls out. One thing that I do think is worth pointing out, um, I, I just tweeted this out. Uh, Peter King in his Monday Football Morning in America column, I guess it's called now, says the coaching, coaching agent industry is sold that Detroit offensive coordinator Ben Johnson will get the commander's job. Peter, Peter King, King says it. Take it. <laughs> um, but the one thing. Peter King saying something might get more impact than when Schefter says something. Peter King was the one that was like, yeah, the NFL's really starting to get mad at Dan Snyder. (laughs) Um, And where is he? Gone. Right. Sri Lanka. Um, The two fourth down calls going for it instead of kicking, that's on Campbell. The third down run play at the goal line when they were trying to come back late, I liked the idea Without the execution there, having to burn that timeout was huge. This is from my boy Nico just texted me. The two fourth down decisions were horrible, but the worst coaching call was running on third down at the end of the game and having to use a timeout before fourth down. That blunder effectively ended the game. I'm not sure that that that's wrong, and that is Campbell's call. Or yeah. I'm sorry, that is Ben Johnson's call. Mm-hmm. I like it, but I think in that scenario. I thought if you were going to go for it on fourth down and you knew it, Throw a ball in the end zone on third down. 
You know, yeah. You throw in the end zone if they if you incomplete, then the, the clock stops naturally. But if you catch it, it's touchdown. They lost yards on that third down play too. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's go to these phone lines. Chris is in Akakee. What up, Chris? Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we hear you, man. Yeah, I'm just confused by this come over this Ben Johnson stuff. To me, he has a. I don't understand everybody's so crazy about the work he's done with um Jared Goff. But I understand Jared Goff was a castaway. I mean, I'm just doing a comparison to like Eric Bannerman, who's done it longer, who actually have rings, and it seems like there's a recency bias. Uh, I understand Detroit's great and it's a story, but I don't judge anybody from one game or maybe even from one season. Is see like so? I think you comparing what um, Ben Johnson did with Jared Goff, who was already a Super Bowl quarterback, who was the number one pick, and what Eric Bannerman had to work with in D.C with um, my first-round pick and Sam Howell, it doesn't make sense to me to come to trying to put them on equal level. I think, think? the enemy's success came with a freight train of an organization. And I think if the enemy, if the offense had succeeded this year, it would have changed things significantly, but it didn't. Like, for me, it's about numbers. And the commander's offense this year wasn't good. They, they weren't good last year. They weren't good this year. I, I, I think if... If those numbers had finished middle of the pack even and there was real development with Sam or or you saw something that's like, yo, we got to build on that, I think the scenario would be different. I just – I don't think there's there's much there. Did you want to – he he dropped, but I don't know if you want to respond to that. I, 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 I understand his mindset, but I'll say this as well. Like, um, my whole thought with the enemy is that we don't know what was going on behind those those doors. I agree with that. And I think that had more to do with the team not succeeding than it was just his calling. I agree. Everything went sideways. Oh, yeah. Um, let's go to Big Mike in D.C. What up, Big Mike? Hey, what's up, man? How y'all doing today? Good. good. Brother, how, how are you? Doing? Uh, we're doing good. I don't think those teams actually really choked. I just think the mature team, which was the 49ers that have been there, just turned it on and said, hey, we're going to stick to our game plan, and this is what we're doing. And whatever Detroit thinks they're going to do, I don't care. We're just going to do our game. Like the Redskins were during that 10-, 12-year run. Redskins got behind many times. They just had Theismann. They went through their game plan. And they came back, and they'd always, for some reason, win the game. And that's what San Francisco did. They said, hey, whatever they're doing, I don't care. Let's just go do our game, and we're going to come back, and we're going to win the game, and that's just about it. And the same thing with Kansas City. Kansas City's been there before, and they know what to do, and they did it. And that's just the way it is. These guys have been there, and it's going to be a heck of a Super Bowl. You're talking about two mature teams, and they're going to really beat on each other pretty good. It'll be a good game. Thanks, Big Mike. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, Interesting thing there from Big Mike. Jeff, I'll start with you. Lions are up 17 at halftime. They go on to lose. They're up 24 to 7. They go on to lose 34 to 31. Did the Lions choke? Yes, they did, and they were playing overly aggressive. They reminded me of Brandon Staley. That's who the Lions coach reminded me of last night going forward when they could have clearly just punted the ball, took the field goal, took the points, added more pressure. 
Landfill, did the Lions choke? Anytime you're up that big <laughs> uh, going into halftime, that's a choke job. Choke City. Detroit Choke City. Brian. Yes. I think I think they did because like I understand what Mike is saying, but you have to understand they were experienced and they kept doing the things that they needed to do because they understood that things were happening in the game. But the other side kept giving it back to them so quickly. Uh, when you look at that game with Detroit, they were running the ball super effectively in the first half. In the second half, they were bombs away, which put the ball back in the San Francisco hands. That freight train of a team, you kept giving the experienced team the ball more often. That is a choke job. Hard to argue, man. Hard to argue. Also, hard to argue with Wizards tickets. Caller number 10 right now, 800-636-1067. You can win two tickets to the Wiz game Saturday, February 10th against the Sixers. Maybe Embiid will go for 70 again. As part of Black History Month presented by Stackwell Capital, the Wizards will be celebrating HBCU and D9 night. The first 10,000 fans in attendance will also receive a bobblehead of tennis star Francis Tiafo, a Maryland native and the second in our inaugural DMV bobblehead series. Landfill, put me down. I want a Tiafo bobblehead. Caller 800-636-1067. Caller 10. Win a pair of Wiz tickets right now. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.